I'm Beth. I'm Amy. This is a podcast where two librarians, and sometimes their sister, look at a pop culture cornerstone from their childhood and decide if it's good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. So, hi everybody. Tonight, you um, you will hear that we did not hear an I'm Paul because sometimes life happens and Paul is not able to be with us this week, so we have my beautiful sister Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. So, Amy was going to come on anyway with us, and you've if you've listened to the podcast, you know that my sister is uh, the coolest the best and I'm super excited um to be here and have have Amy to talk about the motherfucking Lost Boys so the Lost Boys was released on July 31st 1987 directed by Joel Schumacher written by Janice Fisher Jeffrey Bohm and James Jeremias (laughs) I don't even Amy's looking at my script I don't even like try to do spelling right because I know it's only for me to read so I don't even know what that looks like to you um, it's starring Kiefer Sutherland, Jason Patrick, the Corys, Heyman Feldman, Jamie Gertz, and Diane Weiss. The Rotten Tomatoes was 77% and um, an 85% audience score. So we're missing a Paul Bad synopsis. If we had to come up with one on the fly, what would we say? Sexy 80s vampires. Yeah, I don't know. Super hot. Super hot, hottie vampires. I'm sure Save that's, the world. that's like Save. exactly what Paul would have come up with, obviously. <laughs> Super hot teens. It is the most important takeaway. It really is the most important. I mean, without question. So, Sissy, what was your experience of Lost Boys as a kid? I was trying to remember if I could recall when I actually saw it for the first time, and I can I, n- not. Nor can I. Shockingly, although I've probably seen it a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Um, I will recall, and so will you, that I had the poster on my wall. Which in I know. my have. middle school bedroom. Yes. And um, it was quite a fixture, but I do not remember my first viewing. Was that next to your giant Rob Lowe poster, or <laughs> no? I don't believe that was me. No, because <laughs> Sam has a giant Rob Lowe poster oh, in his bedroom. Oh, excellent. Which we'll get to. Oh, but, yeah. But um, I now, as an adult, have the giant poster. It's currently in my garage. It's like one of those mounted, like cardboard ones that I got as a gift a million years ago, and so that is occurring. Uh, so I also don't remember exactly when I saw it for the first time, but it's just kind of been around, and I feel like we watched it together. We've certainly talked about it together. And it was middle school, though. When I was in middle school when it, sure. yeah, when it came out, so you were just a tiny Yeah, I didn't see it so with you, but like we definitely like watched it together at some point. Oh, for sure. And also I watched every movie earlier than I was supposed to, as Absolutely. discussed multiple times. On the show, girl, you ready we for two trivia? We did. So we had HBO. We watched all the things, all of it, like a lot. And sometimes things we definitely didn't want to, like a lot of times, yes, because they were just on. Looking at you, Twister. Same. <laughs> um, okay, so are you ready for two trivia? Oh, yes, alive? I can't wait. Okay, so in Lost Boys, The Tribe, Kiefer Sutherland's half brother Angus Sutherland played the lead vampire Shane Powers. All the blood had glitter in it to give it a shimmering effect and was, quote, slimier than other fake blood. Johnny Depp was almost cast as Michael but had to drop out due to commitments to the movie Platoon. Amy's face of incredulity. I'm so confused. Wait, did you just gave me two things. I gave you three things. You have what to pick. Is... You have to pick which one's a lie. I'm in an, I need it. Okay. I got the Johnny Depp one I heard. Yeah. Okay. Fake glitter blood. Oh, okay. And then Angus Sutherland. <laughs> I believe the Johnny Depp one. I don't know why. Um, and now, just like with Paul, I have to cover my face because <laughs> I have no poker face. Oh, um, I don't think the blood was glittery. 
I, you're looking okay. at me like I'm no, gonna give you an answer. All right, I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say the the blood. That one is true. Oh, okay. Uh, the Johnny Depp one is fake. Seriously, yeah. That was my first one, too. <laughs> so, There's a lot of crossover with the Brat Pack, right? I, yeah, and you were totally willing to buy Angus Sutherland, which I appreciate. <laughs> which is ridiculous. <laughs> but I will also tell you, so not only is the Angus Sutherland thing dead-ass true, but this movie, as we can probably talk about more, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, original film with Christy Swanson, owes a lot to this film, and Donald Sutherland is in that movie. Right, give me the Angus Sutherland one again. Kiefer Sutherland's half brother Angus Sutherland was the lead vampire in the sequel, The Lost Boys, The Tribe. Okay, but can I admit right here on the microphone yeah. that I don't know there's a sequel? Yeah, there. Oh well, you're good. <laughs> you're you're absolutely all set. Okay. Uh, Feldman's in it, and that's about it. So yeah, right, yeah, fine, yeah, yeah. Fine, and fine, apparently fine. Angus Sutherland as well. Um, I made up the Johnny Depp thing, but he was definitely in Nightmare on Elm Street in '84. Oh yeah, and was still new in movies at that time. So I thought maybe it would be believable, and you believed it. it. Was so believable. he, um, the name that I kept seeing as someone who auditioned to be in the film, like on every trivia list I looked at, was fucking Ben Stiller, which is I'm really sorry, random. What, what did he look like in 1987? I, I don't know. Zoolander? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So I know. I, <laughs> we're going to live Goog. Um, so I have more fun facts. Okay. Um, it was originally set to be directed by Richard Donner, and the screenplay was originally modeled more on a Goonies level. So the original envision was Juvenile Adventure Club. So 13 or 14-year-old vampires. And the Frog Brothers were going to be chubby 8-year-old Cub Scouts. Okay, they kind of were. Star was going to be a boy. They were all just going to be boys. Um, So obviously not a love interest scenario at that point. Um, We are both... We can both just say neither of us would have had any interest. I mean, I like the Goonies. We would have watched it, but, like, not to the level... Not to the level that... Correct. (laughs) Not to the sexual awakening level. This was important. Great. Sutherland broke his wrist doing a wheelie on his motorcycle and had to wear gloves on camera to conceal the cast. And he's definitely wearing gloves. Um, His motorcycle for the movie was adapted so he could operate it with his left hand only. Because he done fucked himself up. So they truly rode those motor- motorcycles themselves. They absolutely they rode those great crap rockets. <laughs> those fucking mopeds in the sand. <laughs> Jason Patrick was, he was asked like multiple times and he turned it down, quote, many times. Um, he didn't want to fly around and be a vampire. Uh, which like, okay, if somebody asked me to fly around and be a vampire, I would say yes. I would pay them to do it. Like, the fact that he was like, mm, I don't think well, so. Well, being a serious It's actor, just so serious. So. Anyway, he eventually was won over to the vision when he was promised that he could have a lot of, quote, creative input in making the film. And according to Kiefer Sutherland, he was really instrumental. So, <laughs> shaping the film. So, there was a lot of shaping, apparently, that took place. So, Santa Cruz, which is, you know, the thinly veiled Santa Carla, is actually called the murder capital of the world especially in the 70s there was a string of very brutal murders there were three different serial killers active at that time um john lindley fraser herbert mullen and edward kemper edmund kemper sorry um there was over 28 murders in a 30-month period in the early 70s so it's definitely based on that and they kind of just thinly veiled it because Santa Cruz was like, can you not? <laughs> they were right, so... Right. They put like one billboard up and called it Santa Carla. Mm-hmm. So this was the Corey's first time working together and even though um, Haim had 
really tried to be in um, Goonies as well, like some of the other things before that. This was their first time together, and then after this, they were in a number of movies together, as you know. Um, the film is titled after the uh, Companions of Peter Pan. So they remain forever young, and in fact, inspiration for the movie came from the imagining that maybe Peter Pan was a vampire, because he stayed young forever, he flew it, he came to visit them at night, he came in, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So there was that. Um, and in keeping with the literary theme in my notes here, uh, Lucy is named after Lucy Weston Rall from Dracula. Um, and the Frog Brothers are named Edgar and Allen, so after Edgar Allan Poe. So I thought that was pretty good. Jamie Gertz was, they, so they actually had in mind like a waifish blonde, I read Meg Ryan type of character. I mean, she was pretty hot back in the day. No, I'm not saying she's not, but it's very hard to imagine not Jamie Gertz oh, for me. Oh, so Jason Patrick and Jamie Gertz worked together in a movie which I've never heard of called Solar Babies. 1986, you got it? It is ringing a bell. It's, yeah. It's definitely ringing a bell. So, 1986, Solar Babies, uh, and Jason Patrick was like, yo, you should probably um, audition my friend Jamie, and then she got the role. And to me, like, it's really hard to imagine anybody but her. Same. So, Greg Kamen, the makeup artist, was inspired to do the vampire makeup by, he had a an old newspaper clipping of a blonde tennis player, kind of preppy, good-looking blonde tennis player guy, and it was faded and wrecked the picture, and it had like bumps and wrinkles on the picture. Ooh. Oh, and so it's real deep, yeah. And so I saw it more than one place <laughs> in doing research. So that was like the inspiration for the makeup, which again is highly copied. <laughs> this vampire makeup. So this is the second film where Corey Feldman starred with Keeper Sutherland, where Feldman's the hero and Sutherland was the villain. He was in, they were in Stand By Me together the year before. And there is a moment in here where I was like, holy shit, that's exactly from Stand By Me. So we'll get there when we get there. I had a hard time not seeing Kiefer Sutherland as a villain for decades. After, right, after these films. Because yeah. these were really instrumental films for us. Until really like <laughs> 24 or whatever that show was. Sure, sure. I want him to be a bad guy. Like, I, <laughs> that's good for me. Um, so, Grease Up Sex Man is Tim Capello, and he was a longtime collaborator with Tina Turner. He is the saxophone solo on We Don't Need Another Hero from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. So, nice. there you go. There's that. So, what did you think of your rewatch? <laughs> I actually have rewatched it recently <clears throat> uh, with Violet, my daughter. Yeah, and so, so how old's Violet? Well, Violet's 15. Okay. And she is willing to get on board with almost anything. I say, let's do it. She's like, sure, why not? Great. And she'll tell you she loved it. Mm -hmm. So we sat and watched it within this year. So sure. I can't tell you how long ago. And then I kind of just quickly rewatched it again um, just to get the timeline mm -hmm. down and everything. Um, still love it. Still love it. Um, <laughs> Don't care. Didn't age badly. For no. Me at so all. it starts off with this fucking music, man. So good. It's so good. <laughs> you just Crap. know it's one of the best Sister. movies ever. The Why? Opening what? Scene. Stop it. Opening scene. So we get the pan. We get the pan, the pan across the water. There are about, I think I counted five pans across. That, that, oh. They paid for something to be do, make that shot, and they just used it at this all times like a day. drone. Don't 100%. I don't know. But, but I'm already in. I'm already sold. Opening scene. The music, love it. 100%. So, <laughs> and I think, 
I think this movie is why I think a night carnival would be a fun date. Um, I don't know that I've been to Amy says no to that. I don't feel like I've been to a lot of like carnivals at night in my life, but I in my head. I don't know. Cause it, Go to Myrtle Beach. You'll regret it. I mean, I feel like I was very small when we did that, so I just can't, I can't remember. The So we get this girl and then the guy with the skunk stripe, and later, yeah. later they're going to bite it. But they don't right. bite it at this time. First the security guard bites it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get that cool crane shot. And he can't get in the car, and then the whole, he, they rip the whole ass car door You're off. You're just jumping right ahead, though. You're jumping right over. What am I missing? Like, we have to talk about, like, the intro of the Vampire Boy Pack. Cause like you see yes, them on the carousel, yes, yes, and they touch, and they, they touch that girl. Rock stars. Oh yeah, they are just like okay. So I don't want to go to a night carnival because I'm old and boring, <laughs> but I'm buying this vibe. I'm yes. buying into the whole all of vibe. it. And looks fun, looks amazing. That and chick, all sexy, except for Alex Winter. Except for Alex Winter. I'm so sorry. But, I'm sorry, Alex Winter. I know you're not uh, listening. I know you're it's, a fine looking man, but your mullet was so intensely bad. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. It's not good. And another one, so his name is Dwayne, the dark-haired one. Dark-haired He's one would be my hot. second favorite. He's hot as hell. They don't really call him Dwayne, but hot. I read a lot about it today. So What is his name? Billy Worth or something in real life? What? Yeah. Uh, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you pulled that right out. No, that, you're not that wrong. Might be it. So super, super hot. Keeper Sutherland, super hot as hell. And all that vibe. And that chick, he touches that chick's cheek. And she's like, I think I'll stay with Skunk Stripe. Like, and not fucking no denim cutoff. Not in a million years are you going to stay with, like, denim cutoff jacket Skunk Stripe when you could go with the pack of vampires. Yes. So it's a good intro of all them. They're looking cool. They look super yeah. cool. So I love, the, I love the whole thing. All of that. And he's all like, oh, I thought I told you not to come around here. And they're like, mm. okay, fucking cover. And, right, right. Um, the bad jokes like one liner nonsense that they say kind of as throwaway lines. I've never thought about them before, but I watch with the um, caps on now. Mm. And so you get to see them and they're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Smells like bacon. Like they say really <laughs> dumb shit because those guys have no fucking lines. Another interesting thing that I didn't think about even in watching this, and then I did the research, like Kiefer Sutherland doesn't have a lot of lines in this film. He really doesn't have... He's got okay screen time. He doesn't talk a ton. It, mm-hmm. He is so captivating and, like, charismatic that it feels like he is the main on the screen at every moment yes. character in this movie, and he's really not. Like, True. You um, do, he takes up a, yeah, a lot yeah. of your mind space. He really does when you think, about, think about it. But really, Jason Patrick is in almost every scene also looking phenomenal, but... <laughs> Whatever. We're not, we're not so even great. at them yet. <laughs> so we do the security guard. So the thing with the crane shot and the security guard, and then later we see that again with the skunk stripe and the girl when they get murder-faced as well. Yes. They didn't have, like, the money to show them flying. They only did the only two green screen shots in this whole movie. Everything else is practical effects. Like, But sometimes we have seen in these movies that that makes the way that they shoot it so much better so that the coming down and seeing it from their viewpoint and then mm-hmm. seeing the guy the person like kind of leave the ground like that's so much more powerful than seeing these goobers fly in because you know they'd look stupid like oh great actually <laughs> that would look terrible so they had good like sound effects but yeah you could imagine the flapping truck yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking about the fucking flapping mullet and the flapping trench coat stupid so then we get we're in the car now and we meet we meet um, Sam and Lucy and Michael. 
And they, um, and and people are strange, and it's and not another great song. Another great song. It's not the Doors. It's Echo and the Bunnymen. We made a mistake, and we didn't bring the wine to the table. I know. I'm so going to get it. don't you worry. We are drinking while we're talking about this. It is not the Doors. It's Echo and the Bunnymen. Um, is it's a cover. There is an Echo and the Bunnymen poster in Sam's room. But some of these bands being on the soundtrack were what really elevated the film like and elevated like the cast like people some of the cast members to want to like be in the movie um they were all really psyched about like the style of this movie i so, really feel that it impacted like the feel of the movie oh it 100 percent did two songs every song is great in though my brain like when i think of this movie and those openings are excellent i have watched this so many times that i feel that i could storyboard you that montage Oh yeah! At the beginning, yes. The like weird dummy on the all the punkers licking the rat face. Amy, I have that written down. There is a woman licking a rat. Like they're making out. They're making it. It's licking her tongue. No girl. Why? No. I love animals. I that even it's too much for me. It's too much for me. I I can't. So I wonder (laughs) if, and I don't know the answer to this, but I was thinking about in the rewatch that montage with all those people, right? If they were, like, popular, well-known, like, club kids at the time or something. Like, because they all made that cut of the, And they all were very They all looking. really had a look. They um, probably all hung out at, like... Sure. They definitely did, like, a call for extras, and then they, like, filmed all those people. Um, yeah, they... In my head. <laughs> they, all hung out, they hung out together <laughs> afterward, and they all made out. And maybe they made out with that rat. Oh. <laughs> we see the missing posters. And then we get to Grandpa's house, and he's playing dead. I love the grandpas so much. If grandpa's dead, can we go back to Phoenix? <laughs> Creepy taxidermy grandpa. Cri- what? Like, why has he got, he's got that, like, sweatband on his head. It's like a whole thing. <laughs> so you have MTV? <laughs> or so you have TV? No, if you have a TV guy, you don't need a TV. <laughs> and that's his big rule. His, like, big rule in life is don't touch the fridge and also don't, when the corners of the TV guide thing peel up, don't pull it off. That's, oh like, his number one rule. What would your What would your life be like if those were your biggest concerns, though? Can you imagine? Great, actually. How chill. <laughs> um, Corey Haim's shirt is impeccable. It is insane. His wardrobe is out of control in this movie, um, and he is the only one that looks super, super like crazy eighties dated like that. Yeah. Like, can we talk about Corey Haim for a hot second? Yeah. So I have this memory, and um, I totally not validated or researched. It just, mm-hmm, just lives mm-hmm. in my brain. Of an interview mm-hmm. that I saw on TV with Corey Haim after this movie sure, came out. Sure, Talking about getting this role. And yep. he was referring to when he pa- played Lucas in that movie, Lucas. Uh-huh, right? yes. And he was yep. like the nerdy he, band yes. kid or yep. whatever. And he was talking about how he wasn't almost didn't get cast in sure. this. But then he, like, showed how cool he was. He was so cool. <laughs> he was that he could be really cool. And then they realized he could be a cool teenager and not just that. I just, this lives in my brain. And I'm He like, was like, and then I showed him how cool he was. the movie, I'm like, you are cool. Corey. You are. You do You are cool. cool. The fucking bath life. scene. I bet I could. Ooh, woo, woo. <laughs> I ain't got a man. No. What? <laughs> I can't. How the fuck old is this kid supposed to be? Like, it's absurd. Everyone has a little fun when. <laughs> Making us like a shampoo but, mohawk. But his outfits are impossible. They're and insane. His hair and everything. Holy shit. So good. So that's all crazy. Um, We get the third. Now we're at the third time that we see the crane water, the shot over the ocean. Wait, wait, gotta, dude, could we talk about Diane Weiss for a second? Or are we yeah. Get to her later? No, we can go. So 
she always really flummoxed me as like an actress and I feel like I looked it up and she was 39 or something yeah this yeah role. and they even say like she's 39 she even says it oh okay but which like, yes, life, for the record 39. that's how old I am now and I can't imagine okay well, having like a teenager. 112 oh well <laughs> I remember thinking watching this that she was old looking but she wasn't at all so, now in retrospect. But she confused me with the short hair. And yeah, the that was a weird thing in the eighties because like nobody when you, had that hairstyle ever. But like as when a woman. you look at the like at the Golden Girls, like they also were not that old when they started. But they also look old because they're Sophia was like my age now. Correct. Like they're not. You know what I mean? So. Yes, you're right, but I just always like felt like she was a very confusing actress to me, and now that I'm an adult woman, I can look at her and be like, oh no, she's pretty like, and she's, young. She is pretty and young, yeah. I did not get it when I was in middle school. I agree with you. She's very sweet. Like, she plays it very, very sweet, and she mm-hmm. like literally won an Academy Award five minutes before she was in this movie. And oh, they... for what? Great question, which okay. I definitely wrote down. You knew it. I did know point. it at one point, and she, they, she was their original... Hope, like their original choice for the role, and she was like, "Sure," and I was like, "Okay, girl." I love that for her. Uh huh. Me too. Um, so then we get our first star sighting, and we are we have arrived at Sexy Sex Man. Which is more important right now, Sexy Sex Man or Star? Sexy Sex Man. (laughs) We're gonna have more time with Star. Oh, the memes. The memes. Give it like a just a two second goog. Um, there's a Sexy Sex Man meme for all seasons. He's in this movie for three and a half minutes, and the impact that it He's made on me. Awesome. <laughs> it's actually awesome. It's actually awesome. I He's, still believe. He is singing oh my the God. hell out of that song. He can sing. He sings. And the dancing is, yes. with the saxon oh is God. more than I can take. The muscles, the <laughs> chain, the grease, the, the grease, the chain <laughs> necklace, the bondage gear. The half up greased back hair, half up, half down. That's a choice and a half. I love it. Oh my God. Oh my God. They love it so (laughs) much. There are weirdly strategically placed balloons in the crowd that someone was like, You hold this one. And then they went, Okay, I won't move. It's very bizarre. Everybody loves this. The 80s were a weird time, man. Weird time. I mean, that guy was really performing the hell out of it. There was like fire happening. Like, that is like, uh, was it a special occasion at the carnival? This is what I'm saying. Is it a Tuesday? Because <laughs> a lot was going on. Is there a sexy sex man every Tuesday, or is it just on? Seems because like high and level entertainment. That's the first night that they moved there. So you drove across the country, you moved in, and then you're like, I think we should probably go to the carnival all night and get into some teen sex hijinks and watch sexy sex Major man. issues immediately. Like day one. I mean, Diane Weist is at home unpacking. She's she's, she's got... also walking the streets. Oh my god! No, you're right. She's trying to find a job. <laughs> she's also walking the in a car. duster, in a pastel in an duster. Absolutely. Holy shit! Oh my god. Um, all of this is absolutely okay. Star sighting. So star. Talk about everybody in this movie is sexy. Everybody I in this can't mo- stand it. I wanted to be her when I was little, and I wanted to make out with her so bad. It was a, such a confusing, weird. Same. Such a confusing. Oh God! And then she grows up. She goes on to be the illustrious. I gotta go, Julia. We got cows <laughs> from I love, Twister. I love her. She's incredible. She was also in Less Than Zero. Yes, she was. And I love her. She's super great in that movie. She's great. She's and great. She doesn't have a lot to work with here, plot character wise, at all. Hardly any um, really like about dialogue, about nothing. five lines. Absolutely no motivation for her character. Just with her look. She is so pretty. 
that hippie Bohemian <sighs> thing she has going on, forget it. I mean, I would wear that shit today. I'm not saying I don't. I'm honestly, it's been pretty close. She might have been my inspiration. For like, my hippie absolutely. Look. I mean, how could you not? Holy shit. So, anyway, she looks great. And she's really, really feeling sax man. She's dancing, She's right? super into it. She does this weird clap move. <laughs> yeah. And they, like, know their. How long did oh. they have to stand there pretending to dance to sax man, too? Like, I like to think about the days of shooting that occurred, <laughs> like, where they were, like, it was probably like the middle of the. Yeah. How many night. times did he lip sync that song? Right, right. With this fucking, <laughs> how heavy does that saxophone get after a while? Um, so yeah, all of that, and they like spot each other, and then they have to have a moment. So like, but also, are we dating David? It's very confusing. We don't know. And then I'm like, I would get in that sandwich though, because then we, you know, uh, well, I mean, I mean all of that. He does. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, so we see, you know, Di- uh, Diane Weiss finds a missing kid. She helps them. And then we see the vampire crew again. They're in the store and they get booted out by Max. I thought I told you not to come in here. And he's like, oh, but I'm so Max handsome. is horrible looking. What the scene. fuck? Can we talk about he looks like a creepy clown? That's the scene he looks horrible in because I, I feel right. like. <laughs> the initial scene, that schlumpy outfit. Right. With no, that none of it's good. And the glasses is absolutely horrible. Right. No, she's it's bad. attracted to this man. I'm not buying He's it. He's 100 feet tall. He looks like a monster. He later plays. <laughs> he, he later plays Grandpa Monster. Like, I feel like you need to know that, but it's very. Ugh. It's a big, tall, gangly. There's a lot of jaw. None of it's good. And it's super 80s in there. There's like a lot yeah, of neon. vampire face is the best <laughs> thing. Oh my God. Ever. It's really bad. So, all of that is crazy, but she gets a job sure. and a sucker because that's important. And um, this is where we then chase Star. Um, then we get the interaction with Star and David and Michael for the first time. And she's going to get on his bike and they're going to go get something. Oh, Michael's nice. I like Michael. Oh, I'm Star. Like that whole conversation. She does say I'm Star. I'm Star. Such a way. Oh, and I like and hate all the same. Yeah, all of it. Well, and she only has five lines, so we really like internalize them. We do. Michael's nice. I like Michael. Yeah. So all of that happens. And we also get intercut with the first time we meet the Frog Brothers here. So. Also, Sam is wearing a fucking striped duster over his crazy loud 80s shirt. Mm-hmm. And they have like a weird nerd off over comic books. They do. <laughs> they do. The Frog Brothers are amazing. This is before either of the Corys are hot. Yeah. For middle school yeah. me. Yeah. Right. They get hotter like in Dream a Little Dream. Yeah. They're timeline. cute. They're cuter then. Um, um, for sure. Definitely Corey Feldman mm-hmm. is not, he's not doing it. He's not there yet. Too much competition with the other. I need you to know that they told Corey Feldman that he should act like Sylvester Stallone okay. in he this did. movie. He totally did. Nailed so he's <laughs> nailing it. it. Nailed it. I do like the other frog, lesser known frog brother also. Yeah, lesser he's known. Pretty great. <laughs> he's pretty great. They're both great. Um, Jameson something. They called him Jamie, is lesser known frog brother. So that whole thing. And. They have the vampires. It's a a pretty serious book you got there. What the fuck? So then they have the vampires everywhere, and he's like, I don't read horror comics, and it's a whole thing. So then we see Star, and I'm just calling him. He's kind of of a weenie. Yeah. Um, I'm just calling him Gavrash. I know his name is Lenny, but. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Yes. Like. He's got like a military no, jacket that on. Ba- Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. You. I don't know. I I fully know that the character's name no, is Lenny, but no, in the notes it's Gavrash. So 
tiny yeah, that's great. tiny vampire and also like a horrible looking vampire. <laughs> <laughs> terrible yeah so hideous it's and like so bad like what is the purpose and his name is lenny because i feel like she's calling him lani the whole time there is no reason plot or otherwise for this child to be in this film <laughs> none except that she's saving him Okay, but, but like... <laughs> that takes the sexiness out of any room. It's no, it's a, a real boner killer. Like, and you, what do you need a weird kid for? You are 18 at best. Oh, like, I just what? jumping on the back of the lorry. Like. Yeah, like, what the fuck? It's, it's ludicrous. So, um... And then he, like, has to, yeah, he has to ride on the back of the other guy's motorcycle. It's like, annoying. it's so stupid. Like, oh, I got, I got kid duty. Why? Like, what would be the motivation? It's, it's too much for me. So, all right, there's so many things happening in this cave. Are we in the underground cave? First, they first no? they kill the comic book people. There's an interlude where they he's Skunk Stripe is trying to make out with that girl, oh. and she's laughing way too hard at those comics. Yeah. I, I mean, comics are funny, but like, <laughs> no, girl, they're not. They're not. <laughs> and like, he's I mean, have sex with that guy or don't, but this is a whole weird thing. And then they get murdered, they pull the whole yeah, roof yeah. of that car right yeah. off. I recall. Um, no, so we're not in there. You the- had to see that coming. You absolutely, they set that up. We don't get to the cave for a little bit because first we go back to, um, we have a whole extraneous scene which doesn't need to happen where Grandpa takes Sam to get in the car and he pretends like they're going to go to town, but then they don't go. That scene adds... makes no sense. Absolutely nothing narrative-wise. It's just in there. Um, And Sam's shirt is so big that he could be like a flying squirrel and he has a jacket cinched around his waist, thereby Mm. really accentuating how large the shirt is. Style. It's called style. Is it? Um, It's true. We're back back at the comic shop. You don't know shit. Um, You know, there's a higher purpose. We, We destroy vampires. So you just pray. You never need to call us. Right. I, I do pray. So then we see, so they're just back at this carnival again for a whole nother night, and Star offers to pierce his ear. Oh, yeah. Which we never see, but she does. But she does. Do because it. Because he has an earring, and Corey makes fun of him later. He sure does. He sure does. <laughs> and it's really hard to look tough with a little kid on your bike. Um, so then we go to the bike ride, and he says, I can't beat your bike. And he says, you don't have to beat me, Michael. Just keep up. See, but all, all good lines. He has all good lines. All good lines. lines. No. Few and far between. It's true. They're like, and he delivers them spot on. And then it's, say hello to the night. <laughs> Lost in the shadows. <laughs> and that's the danger And there's a the whole, like, foggy montage. There is a whole. And so much sand gets in their face. <laughs> so much. <laughs> so in their eyes and up their nose. Gross. <laughs> But they look really cool. So they're riding on the danger beach at night in the foggy sandy, and then they almost, they almost die because he he almost tricks him to go over the thing. And then he gets off and he goes, just you, just you. Just you, Ace. Just oh, yes. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, it's just like literally five minutes before fucking Stand By Me comes out and he says, Mm -hmm. just you, Ace. So anyway, that's the thing that happened. And then they almost kiss, and they don't, which is a real bummer. Because um, <laughs> the whole time I'm just going, do it! Yes. But they never do it. Um, and then we get to go into the, where, like, when you were a kid and you saw this underground thing, did you not think this was absolutely the coolest thing that ever existed? Ever? I thought it was cool, but then I was also like, I'd probably be cold and uncomfortable. <laughs> it's probably a little trippy. Where am I going to pee? And I was like, um, this looks really fun for, like, one night. Both of you and I would be mad because we couldn't wash our face. There's nowhere to pee. Exactly. Like, they have no running water. Vampires... Low hygiene. Uh, Listen, it depends on the vampire lore. It's a, the vampire we are, lore is we are going to we are talk about right. We're right. We're minute. almost there. 
Um, we have off. we have an appetizer joint. There's a Jim Morrison poster. <laughs> okay, we have to talk about the Jim Morrison poster. We sure do. First of all, we already had the doors. Apparently. Yes. The yeah. Doors adjacent. Doors adjacent. Whatever. So also, Jason Patrick was highly considered to play Jim Morrison in the Doors. Yes. Movie, which I felt dead on. They are the same person. It's they are the true. Same person. Like Val Kilmer really did a good job, but like Jason really Patrick did, really looks great. Like, he is dead on. Oh, I agree with you, one hundred percent. So I love the poster because I'm like everyone else. Everyone knows we. <laughs> we all we're, we're all in agreement here. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yes, um, hundred percent. And so this is such this is such a weird vibe in the magic layer. Like it's so homoerotic. Like who's jealous of whom here? It doesn't really make sense because David and Star really don't. They're not really. They're like, not really dating. together. He's no. only possessive of her in the fact that he's like the leader of this pack, not mm-hmm. that he, like, you know, is like don't, you know, whatever. Yeah, he's like don't try to steal my girl, but like these are my people. Right. These are my like I'm in charge of these weirdos. This isn't where this isn't where we do like the food that is happens this, like, later. The food with the baguettes in the no, scene, that's later. Yeah, that's the next scene. So we're just but in there. Like the next time he comes back. Well, we cut to at this point. We cut to Sam, and the mom says that she got a divorce because the husband didn't believe in the closet monster. <laughs> and then we get a stuffed beaver. And then we get the weird thing with the taxidermy again. Yeah, we get a like, we get a stuffed beaver. The, yeah, and this is where we see sexy Rob Lowe, and there's a giant Molly Ringwald poster. <laughs> Um, well, so here's choice. the thing. So Schumacher is gay, and there's a lot of subtle undertones that Sam could be gay. The, the clothing, he's got the earring, he's got the Rob Lowe, he's got some effeminate, like, kind of touches as a character. Um, so there is, you know, much online discourse that, oh, okay. that perhaps that is a thing. But the sexy Rob Lowe poster is a surreal choice. And it's on the closet door. So, like... It's the whole thing. Oh, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, listen, middle school me did not catch those nuances, but I'm here with I you did. now. I did. Yes. With you now. So, um, so that, like, interlude happens, and he's, like, reading his, you know, his scary comic or whatever, and then we come back, and this is where we get the maggots and the worms. So maggots, awful, awful. maggots in a container don't really want to, like, move, and they had to, like, mess with the maggots to get them to move for the shot, which is horrendous. That's horrendous. Amy won't tell you how much she loves worms, but <laughs> the, I, fa- literally. <laughs> the fact that we have, like, worms in a container and, like, the Worms are the worst thing ever created on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a cool joke. And the, f- the fucking, like, again, the lackey, like, all the, the rest of the vampire, like, lackeys, they don't have any scripted lines at this point. So they just jump around on the rocks. They just <laughs> jump around, and they yell, and then they go, oh, nice worms. Like, they just say <laughs> dumb shit. Stuff. Sick burn, bro. Like, what does that even mean? So they just, like, say dumb shit in the background, and you never would think about it except for the closed captioning tells you, and it's it was really funny to me. That is funny because I never watched Never in a million years. Closed captioning, but maybe I should. Oh, it's it's sometimes there's some good stuff. So we get a fancy chalice. It's full of blood. They all fully say it to him and he's like, yeah, fuck off. And then he drinks it uh, despite Like you do. Start going, oh, wait. Oh, never. Okay, don't. Okay. <laughs> if you must. Like, she doesn't right. try no, super hard. She doesn't try to save him. Is there some kind of unwritten rule that they can't, like, say? Because I feel like she could have just been like, no, I mean it. It's really bad. And, like, she j- okay. 
So she acts really powerless, and I it's not cute. Like, well, that's her entire vibe. It's the whole time. She's just true, there to be it's pretty true. and have cute outfits. It's true. I don't like it. We, you know, they're chanting against are not super helpful. So let's talk about how this vampire charting thing. These rules are dumb. There are no rules. <laughs> he drinks blood, but it, he does not get bit. He does not get bit. So what are you saying to me? Like you it's, just no, yeah. no. So and most, he's immediately turning. Like, he's like the, it's turning. like a slow burn, but it's the like a current. Day. Yeah, yeah. And all that is dumb. I mean, there are some. I mean, somebody could have just bit him. Like right, which would have been so much sexier, honestly. Yes. Thank you. Um, I mean, it was kind of sexy the way he drank the blood. I mean, <laughs> it was. Why did he lie. just like a mouth thing on he the did. bottle? And then he like licked his. Lips. He really like licked his lips, He's and there was super like what? Hot, like, <sighs> I'm sorry. I didn't All right. Say it. No, it's, it's fine. Like, the whole su- sensual thing with the blood. It is. It is. Well. In all of, like, uh, like big lore, like, creature lore, like, you know, witchcraft is about um, sisterhood and, like, werewolves are about change and, like, vampires are just about sex. They're just about penetrating and sex. Like, that's what that myth is, like, about. And some of the, in almost all of the legends, you do have to get bit. In some of the lore, you don't really fully turn until you kill somebody, but that's like not as widely known of a. That's like not as common of a thing. So yeah, it this is seem like a fair exchange. It's made of up rules. It's yeah, made up. it's made up rules. Yeah, I just I don't really like all that. So then we get a full montage. They go do the train. This is the train thing, and they jump, and then he's falling, and he like wakes up in bed, and yeah. now he's so moody. Yeah, so vampire. He's immediately cooler looking now. Immediately. <laughs> he, he buys. Suddenly he has an like earring now. He bought sunglasses. that. He bought that leather jacket. It's, it's two o'clock, and he's wearing sunglasses. Are you free basing mine? Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, why does Sam need a babysitter? How old is his child? Yeah, he's because he's a full on like fifteen. He's, or 16. Yeah, he's sixteen when he's playing the part, but he's at least he's like fourteen or fifteen, yeah, right? Like, There's no. I don't think he needs a babysitter. Mm-mm. Although maybe because he was very scared. A lot. <laughs> he was scared, but he had Nanook. <laughs> also, Nanook. I looked up what Nanook means because I wanted yeah, it let's to hear be, it. I wanted it to be more vampire-y, um, but it's like a Inuit word or something, yep, he, and it means like bear. Yeah, there is a story. It means well in the it, polar bear or master mm-hmm. of bears. So I thought it was going to be something like protector. There was a classic but... movie called like Nanook of the North. Mm-hmm. So. I think I think it's just based on that, but like, why would Sam know that? Like, why would Sam pick that to be the dog's name? Because it was an interesting dog's name. So sure, right? Like, it was notable. When you pause in Amazon, like when you're watching a movie and you pause, it tells you who's on the screen, and it showed the little dog. And it's, for the record, did you buy this on Amazon or rent it on Amazon? Um, I own it already on Amazon. Yeah, it's in your thing. Yeah, okay. I want you to know that my rewatch was on DVD. I, yes, I also Which have it on I DVD. I didn't even realize I yes. still had a DVD player <laughs> right, at my house. Right. And but you dredged I it up do. for this. Good I for do. you. 10 I out do. of 10. Grandpa's using Windex's aftershave to go see the widow. <laughs> I like that. And he said, what's your stuff for, Mr. Johnson? I thought it was funny. It is funny. I mean, it's like, don't be an asshole, Mike. <laughs> no, that was funny. It's really funny. Um, La Cucaracha Carhorn. Because why not? And then this is weird. This motorcycle brigade outside. This is like what an intimidation tactic. What For is sure. the point I'd of be this? Intimidated. There's a lot of wind. I would be intimidated too. But what's the point? He didn't like. He just woke up. Just he's letting just, him know. They're just letting him know. He's like, just standing around. 
They have to keep their cool um, demeanor going. They're intimidating. So scary. And he says, go take your bath. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, and then he's just trying to drink some milk, bro. And Laddie's on the milk carton. Gavrosh is on the milk carton. Did you? Laddie. Is that what we're calling him? Laddie. is the actual name. What did I say before? Lonnie? You called him Lenny, and then I said I thought it was Lonnie, and now you just said Laddie. It's really Laddie, but really it's Gavrosh. So. Thank you. So. Stick with that. Yeah. So he's in the bath. I ain't got a home. He's like a little Confederate soldier. (laughs) (laughs) Like, right. He's not like, it's not like in um, fucking. It's not like he's from. That the time, days, correct. And he's been wearing that costume. Correct. No, he's in eighties. <laughs> Amazing. Um, all of this is stupid. So Michael wants some blood. He doesn't want that milk. He wants some blood, and Nana bites shit out of him. And then, like a total creep, he goes, "He was protecting you." He gets real, like um, Christian Bale Batman. All of a sudden, yes. he gets real. Yes. The original. Mm-hmm. The original. Yes, and then he's see-through because apparently a reflection is a fade-out situation as yes. you're turning vampiric. Because he's only half. He's only half sees, girl, so he's still kind of there. You can, like, slightly see him in the mirror. Yeah. Um, I, I love the frantic way Sam talks to him in all these yeah. <laughs> Mike, I don't have brother, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> He's super fast-paced. He's super freaking out. He's on the phone with his mother. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. He's really Wait, good. Tell, tell mom. He's, he's so mad. He's really good. He is. I agree. He is very cool. He really <laughs> He's so cool. He just had to show him how cool he could be. I feel like he really does deliver, though. I got a man. All right. Um, he's got a Partridge Family robe, which is important. And then he tries. He tries. <laughs> he's talking to the Frog Brothers, and they go, "Does he have long nails? Does he sleep all day? Does he have bad breath?" Yeah, but he always had that. <laughs> Stupid. Um, and he tries to go to bed with the garlic. Yeah, the yeah. garlic um, t-shirt and then Michael's floating and it for some reason it made me think of in Ghostbusters when he says you know she sleeps four feet above her covers like because he's like just kind of why is he just he's on the bed floating. he's accidentally yes. on the bed we just accidentally fly now yeah we, okay. I, I didn't also that's a weird vampire lawyer choice because we're accidentally floating we're accidentally floating we don't know how to control our vampire flight. and out the window yet. which is a poor choice he you flies out the window no bad idea you just bounce on the ceiling like a balloon like <laughs> Good trapped balloon. So, what are you, the flying nun? I'm your brother, Sammy. He's all mad. Let me in. Oh my God. So she calls Diane Weiss. He call. They call her and make her come home. If you were on a date with your weird boss, and you got that phone call on an actual phone at a fucking restaurant, and your kid was making that noise, would you not? Um, I would have a goddamn heart attack. She has to like drive home thinking, and then she comes home, and he's like, "It was a real scary comic, mom." Fuck off. I don't even know what would happen. I The child would be dead is what would happen. And then the fucking milk on the floor. Like, As a in, mom of teenagers, I'd probably just shake my head and walk away. In this moment, I felt Diane Weiss is an exhausted fucking single mom so hard. I was like, yeah, girl, you're Literally. tired. You hate them. So all of that is ridiculous. So he then he, he's running back to find out what happened. He's looking for Star. And where the fuck did he get that torch from? He has, like, a whole medieval torch for some reason in the... It's probably on the wall, in the cave. In the cave, you know. in the cave of wonders with no bathroom. He throws the bottle. Oh, I'm so mad. And she's like, no. And then she's like, I can't tell you, but I can have sex with you here in my weird Stevie Nicks bed. And so they do that, and then there's more well, Kyle's sister. I mean, sister. sure. So she's like, and now is she just trying to, like, get him in to be her helper here, or... Yeah, well, she needs help, right? Because her and... 
Laddie. Get rushed. <laughs> and we get a, a reprise of Cry Little we do. Sister. We get that one again, which is not. But there's time. a children's choir. Everybody like an 80s children's choir. It's so good. That's good. Um, we get another over the water shot too at this point. So we just, we're really setting that tone. There's a little post coital bliss. We're not super worried about David finding out. We're right. just well, laying there. Right. We're snuggling. So we're like maybe, again, solidifying that they're not really dating. Right. Just like kind of in charge of us weirdly. And I need your help. But I'm not going to be clear about like what at all. Um, if not for Sam, we'd all be doomed. We'd all be doomed. Because he gets to the bottom. He really does. So Michael goes home and sweet, sweet Diane Weiss just sitting there and she goes, are we friends? Aww. Let's talk like friends. That's such a cute mom moment. She's so too. cute. And she's, he's so awful. He's such a dick. I know. He's so crusty, dusty. And you're like, but he's struggling too. Okay, but like, but I hate also teenagers her. who aren't turning into vampires act, act exactly like that. Exactly like that. Yes. <laughs> and then Grandpa super helpfully is like, I wasn't the only one who got Next lucky time last night. My kid. I'm sorry. Are you turning into a vampire? I'm sorry. Are we? I... Did you did you drink out of a chalice? <laughs> Chinese Worms. takeout. Gross. Um, I, I realized at this point that I should have been rating Sam's shirts all along because in this scene, it is a 10 out of 10. Okay. It is a geometric eye fuck. It is it's hurtful. Um, whatever's happening, it's hurtful. <laughs> yeah. All of it is absolutely insane. So, and you're right. He's really the only one carrying the fashion. He really is. Like, he everyone else is kind of. Like, straight out of the gap. Right. Max's whole house, when we do see it for a minute, is, like, full-on 80s, but we only get, like, flashes of it. Sam is just consistent throughout. Um, we get attacked by the hounds of hell here, Thorn the dog. Um, yes. And then we call the Frog Which Brothers. I, I appreciate that lore. That the hound of hell, I... That yeah, works. That's a thing that we actually, like, have heard of. Um, he says, kill your brother. You'll feel better. <laughs> if my brother's a vampire, he's only half. Again, this is made up, but let's go with it. So Max comes over for dinner. Yeah, that might be like a you didn't make your first kill thing, though. So, like, that sure. might be a thing. You didn't actually do the thing. Right. So you're not a full vampire. You, I, I'm going to buy the you can be saved. Also, the whole kill the head vampire thing, I'm going to buy that part of the lore, too. That I is occasionally like happening. He didn't get that part. That annoys me. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, also, I just wanted someone to bite him. I know. I wanted to watch it. Um, yeah. Okay, so, and then we get a weird speech. I'm not trying to replace your father or steal your mother. Um no. She still wants to keep going on dates with this guy. He's horrible. We've already established. Also, no one needs to give that speech after, like, one date. One date. Like, and they Please go away. Dead-ass teenager. Like, they're not little kids. Are cat, we at like, the dinner with the garlic Yeah, daddy? this is okay, that. listen, I love the garlic. <laughs> no, I <laughs> like garlic. It's just too much. The, the, sh- the shredded garlic is these enormous Yeah. <laughs> so good. Just so dumb. his mouth. All of that is absolutely ridiculous. So, and he still wants to, they still want to keep trying to date, which is whatever. And then we are back at the carnival and we get, if you ever want to see Star again, come with us. And then they take him to the bonfire murder party. Mm. So we're trying to incite a feeding frenzy here. We're hoping to get Michael to turn. So we're going to murder face these Aerosmith listening to Yeah, and bikers. he gets close. He thinks about it. The, I mean, he, he, the, the eyes change. We're, we're halvesies. You we're know, there. we're like we're halfway like, there. Our fangs are, we're like This is the <laughs> first time we see the full vamp face, though. Oh, yeah, so which is terrible. It's terrible. 
those contacts were absolutely excruciating um, for everybody. So they could only be worn for like seconds at a time before everybody was like losing their minds. Well, it was the 80s. Like they could make those they much were, better now. Yeah. They were like hard. Or now they'd probably just be CG. They were like they hard plastic. Yeah. yeah. So um, we get the vamp reveal. This is a total, this makeup is a total precursor to Buffy. We've talked about some of the other things, but. Yes. Very similar vibe. This particular. Which also I hated that. I hated the vamp face in Buffy yeah. as well. Yeah, it's not yeah. cute. Um, reminds me very much of like a fruit bat situation, um, yeah. Yeah. which later they're hanging upside down with bat feet. So that's very a whole much. choice. Does bring him down on the sexiness level like so a little much. bit. Like a lot, um, but he watches them. He thinks about it. Kiefer Sutherland bites that guy on the whole top of his head. That's, that's super gross to me. That like brings up like scalping. Like I feel very uncomfortable. It's about not that. the juiciest part. I would argue. That would be actually the worst part. Right. I feel like that's not good for your teeth. Um, all of it is a concern. It's, it's just skull and skin. <laughs> I read that it was way more graphic, according to some Kiefer Sutherland interview. And he goes, they kind of caught parts of it in there, but I really, like, ripped that guy's head open and really, like, went to town. And I was like, well, I'm glad that we didn't see more of it. But it was. Because it was pretty bad what we saw. It wasn't was great. Like. Right. It wasn't great. Right on the top of the head there. It's a choice. Sears organ music. Never grow old, never die. Mm. But you must feed. Yes. So that's I, on the poster. Yeah, a good, good, it's a good, good line. line. It's another good line. Another good line. It's on the poster. We made it on the poster. Um, Is it on the, I don't think it was on my poster. It's on mine. I think mine just had <laughs> the Lost Boys on the bottom. Sam's. Like, I, I could be lying. Sam? I bet I have a picture of my room with the poster in I bet it. you do. I'll probably find that. Okay. Absolutely. Sam sleeps with a sleep mask on, and he's wearing a crop T-shirt that says Born to Shop. I love that. Oh, so, so a little bit more. Um, just a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For you. A little more a nod. Yeah. I just um, thought he looked fabulous. And so this is the part where um, Star flies up to the window and invites herself on in. And Sam has got his whole self wrapped up under the blanket in fear. And he's just yelling interjections from under the blanket. And it is amazing. He's so good. It's so good. Super good. And he's just like, yeah, they're having this whole series, grown up kids, sex conversation. And like, he's just like, I can't believe the bike. She's the most hunter, goddammit. <laughs> he's actually really funny yeah, and really he good. He really is. They really do have like good brother chemistry. Like, it's all. They like, do. Even in the very beginning, I thought they looked really like cute together as big brother. Absolutely. Brother. Like, their little faces, like, right. looked like they totally could be. Totally. Um, I liked it. I love all it's that. It's a good mix. Absolutely. So, oh, um,. So, yeah, Dave, we find out, like, David wanted Michael to be her first kill, and she wouldn't do it. Here's what I want to know. Who the fuck gave Laddie the fucking blood drink? Who who was like, you know what would be a cool thing? Right. He's, like, did they give it to him in a sippy cup? Like, kid. like, did he just stumble upon the chalice of it's blood? There's never an explanation Gavrash, for that. I'm disappointed. And we're all disappointed. It's dumb. Um, the whole thing's dumb. So... <laughs> Then the frog that we get the frog brothers, we do a weapons check. And even though you're a vampire, you're still my brother. So if you vamp out in any way, I, I will not hesitate to take you. Vamp out, that's the origin of the phrase right there. And that is again heavily used in Buffy when we yes, turn weird is, vampire face. And that is an excellent um It's quote. exactly the way. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um we're hanging upside down like bats, which again That's awful. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Let's start with the little one. And then he wakes up, you're dead meat! They're talking with the fangs in. Like, they're almost there, but they're not quite to normal speech. And so I just, I feel like everything are, are they we, say. Are we to um, when they kill when Alice they, Winter? Yes. Because 
It's so we're there. So much. It's so much. <laughs> it's more. so much. And if you look when they come outside, they're covered in sparkles. Okay. That blood really was All really right. sparkly. I will need to revisit so, that now to look at it. Um, that was heinous. So he, you know, they burn him like the hand and the leg. He was trying yeah, to get yeah, him. Yeah. So that tear, that like one tear, I love that. Too. That's a real asking for Sutherland tear because his eyes were on fire <laughs> from, from the, the fucking contacts, and they were like, "Well, we left it in because it fit." Like, but no, he just really, really good couldn't and stop. He, his face is really good. It's really scene. good. Like the makeup is. We don't maybe don't like it, but it's really well done in no, that moment. No, but it's actually not as bad as the body yes. makeup, which was way uglier. Yes, and then. Um, Burn rubber does not mean warp what? speed, <laughs> which I don't know. They bring those kids in. They come in. They've got Star in a blanket and, and Gavroche, and Grandpa's not at all concerned with this. Like, what are all these people doing with this, like, he knows. passed out? Grandpa knows. He knows. So he's just being cool about it. So we trick Grandpa into leaving. We have a little action montage of, like, preparation, and then it's sunset. It's on. It's go time. There's always there's just, a whole montage of prep. There's a whole montage. There's always just one pigeon in that cave. There's always just, just one. Just comes out. It's not like a wind doves cry situation. Mm-hmm. It's just one pigeon kind of lost, trapped. And it's hard to wrangle those pigeons. Absolutely. So we get one quick shot of mom having dinner at Max's. It's super 80s. The wine glass is absurd. Go back and look at it. It's absolutely unhinged. And then they start to come, and of course, we accidentally left a nook outside, so we gotta go get him. Of course, we do. We have to run really fast, and there's the wind and the leaves. Yeah, she screams. She's useless, utterly useless. Absolutely, she is. At every point in time. She's the bitch that stands in the corner and goes, no, it's like fucking do a thing. No, absolutely. For real, she does nothing to help except for yell occasionally and look pretty. Yeah, it's it's true. At this point, but now it's annoying because absolutely at this point in our story, Michael's going through it and she's not helping. (laughs) I just needed to like sleep with this guy so that he would help me. What is happening? I hate it. So, so gets Nina comes in. Gets Nina comes in, and then we um we're we're in the fight time. So you killed Marco. You're next, and then we do the holy water squirts. Um, The melting face effects are wild. These are really good. They're so dumb. These kills are incredible. They are. So we get... The holy water one is pretty decent. The death by stereo (laughs) one is really bad. Okay. So first, first holy water. So we knock it... Well, Nanook helps. Nanook knocks him back in the holy water bathtub. She's amazing. It's true. Um, So that happens, and then um, we get, like, a couple of, like, pop-ups of the melting skull, which is, like, incredible. And then, as you know, when you kill a vampire in your tub, all of the water in all of the town, the whole, it just, glittery blood water. I don't know how the plumbing works there, but... That's never happened at my house when I've killed a vampire, but, like... Every so the sheer amount of gore that came out of Alex Winter <laughs> when he was staked, right, might have played a part in the amount of actual. Is it like a gore coming out? Of it's the a black hole. So there's more in there because than you there's think. Like more than you okay, think. okay, and the pocket dimension in there, like all at once, through all of in the kitchen, in the kitchen too. Even when I was a young person, that annoyed me. That that Every toilet in my house was broke. Yeah, I'm mad. by I'm one. Like, cool. Now we just don't live here. By anymore, one tub, so. I'm like, that's all done. So that happens, and then oh, good, we only have red lights for some reason in the living room because sure. And then we get 
He tries to shoot him in the chest. You missed sucker! This big fucking With thing. With his teeth. <laughs> he's trying so hard. Still hot. He's, he's so still, hot. He's still hot. He's so hot. He's in this moment. Ooh, the jeans fit real good. Whoa. And then, um, yeah, right into death by stereo, and death. his whole head blows off. Which is just absurd. Because listen, up until now, it's I been mean, a it's, very realistic. It's just film, science, so right? <laughs> I don't know why we had to jump off the rails by this absurd moment. I felt like. We got it got a little stupid right there. Yeah, holy shit. I'm dying um, it up till now. David and Michael fight. Just kiss already again in my notes. Oh my god, right? It's like fly. Fly they do the fly thing in there. That was one of the only green screen moments. Poof, and they like wail. It's pretty good though. It's super it's good. good. They like do that whole thing. In 1987, so, I am buying it. Yeah, we cut to Gavroche and um for some reason he explodes the bed with bloodlust. <laughs> And <laughs> the feathers. The feathers. The fluff Everywhere. and the feathers. The and he's just amazing. going, ah! It's so hideous. Oh, I God. Hate him um, always. Oh, shit. Attack of Eddie Bones. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. I have realized at this point that this kid has no fucking lines. I think he might say star like one time. That's it. It's dreadful. Absurd. This kid's presence in this movie is completely not needed at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the midair fight. <laughs> My blood is in your veins. So Ooh. is mine. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's like a stupid flag. line, but it's, it's delivered so real. It's stupid. like it's still hot. It's still oh, hot. the whole thing is so hot, and they don't make so out, but like, mine, but oh, but like in your okay. heart, they do. Um, <laughs> and so we impale him on the antlers, and then the drama music starts. Thou shall oh, not okay. fall. So here's where I will tell you that you will notice that the rest of them like to explode and disintegrate as discussed. Um, right. He does not. He just lays there looking perfect. He goes back to like human self. I know because he is in fact not. He was preserved vampire. though vampire. because he's it, not really dead. And he was originally supposed to be in the sequel. So they were going to do Lost Girls, and there was going to be a sequel like what? rapid. Yeah, I read this multiple places today. So he isn't shown as like disintegrating and blowing up because they were going to like have him come back oh, have that so character come back so he just goes back to like his little yes. like, non-vampire prettiness correct so he does look very pretty like a snapchat he filter. looks very pretty <laughs> um very young very sweet and uh so that happened in I never saw the more recent sequel but it was obviously not the one they originally planned there is a comic book at some point in between there that does show him come back and make the next head vampire. So, but anyway, that was like kind of why that didn't happen because the rest of them really melodramatically explode, as we've discussed. So he doesn't do that for that reason. Okay. But also, we realized I never questioned that. I didn't I either. Just felt like oh, he's not the head vampire. He's not the head vampire. He's dead, but like nothing. And changed. nothing has changed, so. and Michael still has the face, and it's a real concern. Right, right, right. So it's not over because there's still one more. And then Diane Rice comes home, and Sam is trying so hard. He's like, no, um, remember the time we had a food fight? Like, he's trying really hard. <laughs> and then Max is like, hi, I'm sorry. And then we do the oh. fucking reveal, and he's got the face. Like, as though you didn't already hate his face. He's the now worst he has the face. looking vampire ever, ever made. I haven't changed my mind about that. Well, <laughs> what? Why did you just become? Why does that? it sound like Fred Gwynn when he says that? But it's terrible. It's horrible. It's awful. I can't. And <laughs> oh god, you invited me. It renders me powerless. Like that's bullshit. All right. Okay. All of that. If no. you okay, yes, 
and some lore vampires need an invitation and you can rescind it etc etc however it does not render you powerless if you invite them it just lets them come in your house period fucking dumb period anyway like what like the blood sucking brady bunch (laughs) is all mad um and then grandpa saves the day which i love i love her grandpa yep Um, this is all good he just shuffles across gets his root beer yeah, and what, what's his line? One thing I never could stomach. All oh, the damn vampires. Perfect, Grandpa. And then the back day. to back to strange, back to. And then back to people are strange, yep. right? It's perfect. And they just all look at him like, what the fuck? That whole house is trashed. That whole house is trashed. That's traumatizing. Every bit of plumbing, gone. Yeah. Um fucking death by stereo exploded the whole goddamn room and then he drove through a whole ass wall yeah so we have to move now now we have to well i feel like grandpa's gonna just rebuild he is because he's got a whole like land he's got a shop he's just There's gonna the rebuild dermy thing and the i feel like the horses so how do cops come like how are we explaining this like what how happens far away are we from the pier like i would never really <laughs> caught that either because it feels like they're at the pier a lot but it also feels like it's really remote at grandpa's i so agree maybe they're far enough away that like like well, what are we doing with all those people are they just missing Carla, there's so a lot of missing people yeah. laddie just goes home right. like okay if you don't call the cops no yeah probably no one's coming well they, they got eight that cop got eight by the vampires like yeah, that was maybe the only they're cop busy they're busy the other murders. so many missing people yeah yeah they move on from that i think they do pretty quickly <laughs> so uh this is the perfect movie i mean so it's pretty clear that i think it holds up yeah totally because i just showed it to my daughter within this past year and she was a big fan so so it i will stands the test of time it does for me too i will totally show it i feel like my kids will be are on the right track to be into it when they're old enough because they like melodramatic bullshit and they like spooky bullshit so i think they're going to be into it um I love this thing. I, I love it. Like, I just love it. That's, I still love it. I feel like there's very few, there's not really any wrong notes. Like, there's not really, like, the effects hold up fine. Like, the that's because they mostly did practical effects. They do, but I think that's important. Because, like, some, yeah. yeah, some of these movies, when they really do just the thing that was appropriate at the time, it really right. does kind of just hold up because they right. try to go beyond their scope and, and it kind of works. Unlike some of the other ones, like Fright Night and some of those other ones that came out around this time that kind of made vampires cool again in this mid-80s time, there's not, there's no transformation on screen. So that transformation of the makeup stuff on screen can sometimes look really shitty and they didn't do it. They just didn't show the stuff they couldn't afford. <laughs> so like... Just like in Jaws and in other things that we've watched so far, when you just don't show the thing you can't afford, it actually lends a little something, you know. I agree, and so, I feel almost as if this movie isn't so much even about vampires. It's just about, like, really cool. Yeah. It's, like, the vibe. It's the time period. It's, like, the good-looking people, and then there's the whole, like, danger vampire thing in the background. So right, you right. almost don't even have to worry too much about the logistics of that. Absolutely. You could make a argument that it's a drug allegory or this or that or it's whatever falling in with the wrong crowd. But really it's just about uh sexy teens and some 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 good music. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really like a different version of like Less Than Zero or any of the other yeah, movies yeah. made it's, at the time. It's that supernatural that was super one. super alluring because the Absolutely. actors were really good at that time. Yes. And they really did hold up. And a lot of the um, reviews and stuff and even like the filmmakers and stuff, they were like, this was a perfect cast. Like, And it really is. Everybody 
does what they're there to do. And they're all like really good. Yeah. At, if you look at the body of work of a lot of them, you're like, they wow, have they're in this continued, movie, but they're also in like so yes, many. They have continued things. to really be great. So, yeah, so. 10 out of 10 for me. Okay, samesies. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Amy, so much for um, joining me. This was so much fun. And I hope maybe I'll come back again someday. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. Find us online. Paul's not here to tell us what's next week, and I am too lazy to look up the thing. So we will see you in two weeks with something great. I think it's another spooky thing because we're in spooky season now. And until next time, keep the nerd alive. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Bye, everybody.